Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another edition of All Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We like to call it a freak flag. Feel good. Fake it till you make it. Ric Flair. Woo! Football 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We'll get to the divisional round previews. But, uh, of course, we're talking a ton of Cowboys 49ers. We'll get to it to start off the show. We'll go behind the burnt orange curtain next segment. Good news for Longhorn fans who are hoping to uh, upgrade in the wide receiving room. We'll get to that. Also, a spring game date just randomly got set out of nowhere by CDC. We'll jump on that as well. Also, we'll give you updates about the coaching carousel in the NFL. John Harbaugh stating his commitment to Lamar Jackson openly to everybody. We'll get into that too coming up. And the price has gone up reportedly for Sean Payton services. What happened to that? We'll talk about all that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? It is that time Across the country, for everyone <laughs> to start believing in their teams on the weekend, divisional weekend, and I can't wait to get into it. And I know you got some numbers for us, and I can't wait to break it all down. But let's talk about my man that sits across from me every day. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car-carrying member of DBU. Legendary Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study. And don't we all love it? But he's not a fan of white condiments, but he is a fan of you, 
the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babels. I appreciate the intro as always, and let's not waste any time introducing uh, the real MVP. He's one of the hardest working members of the AN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we do know that he's underpaid. Also, the owner of Lou, the unofficial mascot Lou. of Bo Don't Lie, my man Patrick Davis. How you doing, brother? Doing good, doing good. One more day until the weekend. We got about four hours to go. Yeah, right. we got about That's four right. hours to go, but it's going to be a fast four hours, man. <laughs> it we is. got a jam-packed, talking a ton of NFL, of course, because we got the divisional round of the playoffs this weekend. Uh, so we'll break down every matchup. We'll give our official predictions for every matchup. Uh, we'll start off. We'll do that later on, coming up later on in the show. But we'll break down uh, the Cowboys, 49ers, start breaking down uh, the other matchups, the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, I think that's a fascinating matchup, too, the mm-hmm. deeper I go down that mm-hmm. rabbit hole. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a fascinating one. Uh, well, honestly, they're all fascinating matchups. Honestly, the least fascinating matchup to me is probably the Chiefs and the Jags. I would agree with that. Least I'll, fascinating. I would, yeah, it it is, but I will give you Doug Peterson and Andy Reid. They do I, know each other very, very well. well. <laughs> so I'm just saying there is <laughs> a little well. something Doug Peterson might no. might try and pull some out of sleeve. That's yeah. no, and I you know I, I'm you a can't big count them out. Fan. You They're down 27 now. That was to a team that always gives away leads, and they should have fired Brandon Staley. But <laughs> they did come back from down 27. And I do believe he is undefeated against the spread as an underdog as a head yeah. coach in just the playoffs. Say, say there's something. I, I, no, I'm watching. He, I'm no. watching that game. Yeah, no, no, I'm watching all them games. Hey, the I'm most intriguing games, part but... about tomorrow, my man Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. Oh, that's also true. I like yeah. that. You've been, you've been yeah. talking about that one for a he couple has weeks now. Never lost and on you know a what? Saturday. I thought it was gonna. It, it, it was, was up down twenty seven points. Exactly. That should have been over. It should have been over. Great but point. there was some magic on Saturday <laughs> for my man Trevor Lawrence. Saturday night fever. Exactly. Huh? They should do that Waffle poster. House. They should do that poster with just uh, Trevor Lawrence. There. <laughs> exactly. That so should that, be it. It should be. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's start off. Of course, we'll talk about the Cowboys. We'll break down all of those matchups. You're. You can be a part of the show. You're the most important part of the show. You're the heartbeat of this thing. 512-337-3776 you also can hit us up via Twitter Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis and I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse uh, I want to start um, talking about both quarterbacks for the Cowboys and the 49ers and I've been talking about this sound and and, cl- and you know saying I was going to play this sound all week and we haven't, haven't played it Right. Uh, but uh, I heard Chad talking about it too because now it's really it's kind of become viral uh, so it's perfect time to hit it so uh, Brock Purdy thanks to my man Patrick we have the actual audio Brock Purdy was recently asked about his time playing uh, college football as compared to his very short sample size of playing in the NFL, and uh, it, it's it was essentially kind of a it's a trap. I mean, it was it was a, it was, a, it was one of those questions, uh, but he fell right into it, and you can tell that he's he's feeling himself. Uh, and here is the answer that Brock Purdy gave. Times when the NFL game seems a little easier to you than the college game, just given how much talent is around you on this team. Um, in a sense. Um, I feel like the games are a little different, but um, yeah, I feel like, you know, right now it's like, man, I got so many playmakers around me. I feel like I don't have all the weight of the world on my, on my shoulders to, you know, make something up or plays. It's like, it's like, man, Kyle calls a great game plan. I just got to go through my progression, you know, throw check downs to guys like Debo and Christian, and then they make guys miss. So um, for me, it's, it's nice. I just got to distribute it to guys and, and then they come up with all the yards and stuff, which is, which is fun to watch. But um, college, I feel like at times, yeah, there were, I feel like sometimes I had to, you know, make things up and 
felt felt a little bit more pressure, but um, honestly, those kind of moments helped me to, to get to where I'm at. Swag. Few things I want to point out here. First of all, great compliment to the Big Twelve. Essentially saying, man, the Big Twelve a little rougher than this NFL stuff y'all been talking about. So yeah, love it. That's what I, that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna receive it. Uh, and uh, actually, Big Twelve had good representation in the playoffs. You had five quarterbacks that played in the Big Twelve: Geno Smith, uh, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Purdy, Scholar Thompson. Uh, yeah, yeah, good there's representation. A, they got representation yeah, out yeah, there in the Big Twelve. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> obviously, joking. I, I don't. Th- I'm, I'm not taking as uh, the Big 12 as a compliment. But uh, I think for him, oh, first of all, he did call my man Shannon Kyle, too. Oh, yeah. He called Coach. No. Didn't say Coach. Didn't, my yeah. man was Mr. Irrelevant hey, in the third string. Kyle. Yeah, man. he was like, man, I'm tight. It's like, we man, I, I could imagine calling my head coach uh, by the first day. But it's a, it's a different generation. Right, younger. right, right. You know what I mean? It's calling me. Matt, hey, what's up? If you would have been Mac? playing, they would have been calling him Shano. Hey, Mac. I guess I would call him Shano. Shano's a little. Yeah, you're right. I gotta, probably would call him Shano. <laughs> I don't know if that's different or whatever. I guess the, part, the kids call him Sark. Sark. Yeah. You know that's right. I mean? uh, but Sark is his nickname. You know what I mean? That's kind of his cool nickname. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, getting back to it, uh, for <laughs> for Brock Purdy, though, I will say he has played and made decisions and been very poised as if, man, the NFL not as difficult as he would have thought. A few things. The NFL is a film league, so more film out on Brock Purdy, the more they'll learn his tendencies, weaknesses, and strengths. Very small sample size. But if you're the Dallas Cowboys, this will, in my opinion, this is easily, easily the toughest test that he's faced. For sure. That since he's been a starting quarterback, and he has not faced a team that can put pressure on the opposing quarterback like the Cowboys. You got, like I said yesterday, you got to make him look like a rookie quarterback. You got to make him look like Pump Fake Purdy. You can do that and make him look like Pump, because I haven't seen Pump Fake Purdy. Honestly, no. I, I, it's very, very rare. I haven't even seen, even on um, some of his bad plays, I haven't seen Pump Fake Purdy where he, Pump Fake Purdy is high risk, high reward. Um, and, and oftentimes will panic on plays too. Yep. yep. And will force improvisation. Need him that, to be that way. Yeah, because he even said that in, yep. the, in, in, in the audio. He said, yeah, I had to be that way. So he would improvise and sometimes almost force the issue. He hasn't had to do that with the 49ers. you got to force that Purdy, which is still in him. you got to force that Purdy out because pro Purdy has been, I mean, he's just been immaculate. He's been astounding. He's been yeah. outstanding. I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> there's no other way to put it. And, again, you start looking at the defenses that he went up against. None of them are like the Dallas Cowboys. There haven't been a, a, a lot of defenses that he's faced that you can go player for player and say, okay, I'll take that guy over this guy within the Dallas Cowboys system versus all the other teams that they played against. But the thing that I'm, I'm curious to is the confusion. The, the, what are you going to do to confuse this guy? If you have to get pump fake Purdy, as you've been talking about, get him off of his get him off of his uh, his drop back in his first read and see what he does on his second and third read. How are you going to do that? Because those are the types of things that we talked about, and I hate to even compare the two because one is excelling at a very high level and one went through a rough patch. Is when you look at what Quinn yours went through, where Quinn yours started looking at these certain defenses where it was tough for him to read, and when you got him off of that first read, he struggled. He couldn't make that decision right away. So we, you have to look at it in a bunch of different ways. And for the Dallas Cowboys, the biggest challenge is everyone knows that he's had success. Everyone has been waiting for him to have that moment, and he hasn't. 
He's been under control. And I think that goes back to your, your, your buddy Kyle Shanahan not putting him in bad situations, making it easy for him to make those reads and letting him know, hey, if this isn't there, look, do your progression quickly, but get the hell out of there because you have that type of ability. Now the Cowboys have to be able to make that adjustment too because he's been improvising. He knows how to get out of the pocket. He can run the ball a little bit. He, he, he's elusive. But you have to make sure that you got him locked down. And if you have to put a spy on him, which I don't think the Cowboys would have to do initially, if you have to put a spy on him, that means you're taking somebody out of coverage as well. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a chance you got to yeah. take. And, yep. you know, man coverage, I think, is a, you're going to see a lot of man coverage. Man coverage and cover three pretty much for uh, the Cowboys. I think they'll try to keep a, a player down in the box as yep. much as possible. One of those safeties to help neutralize the run game for the Cowboys. Uh, we can get deeper into the X's and O's a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys have – the Cowboys are built on all the principles that it takes – to match up well with this 49ers offense. Yep. They pre- they have the number one pressure rate in all the NFL. So nobody, if you're talking about, oh, they got to pressure Brock Purdy to force him into making mistakes and confuse and discombobulate him, nobody gets after the quarterback as as much and as well as the, the Cowboys do. And they're right. second in sack rate. So as my man Harge mentioned, you'd like to get home a little bit more uh, down the stretch of the season, but they still do that naturally well as a defense. They also force turnovers. They led the NFL in takeaways this year for the second time, by the way, and that's the first time a team has done that since the steel curtain. Uh, so that's also something you need. You need Brock Purdy to look like pump fake Purdy and improvise and force the issue and throw you a couple of picks or you know make some bad decisions with the football and get careless with the football. And those are two things the Cowboys defense do really well. And as I pointed out before, get X's and O's wise a little bit later on, they match up well because they're built on the principle of, of positionless football and Michael Parsons and J. Run Curse. But Dan Quinn just hasn't been doing it as long as my man Shano, who's been building this for this monster for six years. Right. Um, so that's the difference. But I, I, I do think that the Cowboys defense matches up well. I've been saying that all week long. Now, could they end up having a terrible game plan and, <laughs> and then getting and blown out? It could easily happen. Stuff like that happens all the time. Um, but I, like I said, I think they should just kind of off the just kind of the basic, uh, you know blueprint of the game plan for both teams and the rosters, I do think the defense matches. It'll be the best defense that the 49ers have played in, oh man, yeah, all season. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But let me ask you this. All and, season. And let me ask you how you look at this part of it when you're, when you're thinking about uh, this game. Shano and, and Dan Quinn were in the same room together, working together. Super Bowl, saw the breakdowns, everything that went wrong and everything that went right in that Super Bowl game as coaching staff together. Do you think that they grabbed something from each other? And let's not forget, last year as well, they were going against each other in last year's playoff as well. So do you think they picked up some different tendencies about each other? Because let's not forget, even when last year with Jimmy Garoppolo, the score was 23-17. to it was a well-played football game where Dallas, you know, they, I remember Nick Bosa got knocked out of that game. Uh, Warner, Warner got knocked out of that yeah. game. So the, 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 the pressure changed a lot, right? There wasn't the same amount. But both teams have 
this collision course of what they wanted to see, and here we are now. Do you think that they picked up anything and, and have some different traits from last year's game and their time together in Atlanta? Uh, I do, but, I mean, they're, they're, they're small things. I mean, just yeah. little small things, but yeah. <clears throat> the small things can make all the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't tell you exactly what they are. Uh, right, but, right, right. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you always pick up a little different, whether it be – uh, philosophy or whether it be just the way somebody operates their thought process mm-hmm. uh, you always pick that up just being around somebody and how you want to utilize that and weaponize that uh, that's obviously something that you know I'm not really privy to right um, but I agree with you I think there there's a lot of that and there's a lot of familiarity definitely mm-hmm. between those two guys um, so whoever can use that to their advantage it may be the biggest factor Right. Uh, in this game. Um, I, I, going to the other side, though, for the Cowboys, their quarterback situation, I I did look at all of the different quarterbacks that the 49ers have faced so far this year. And I will admit, even if you're a 49er fan, you have to admit, it's not a really impressive group of quarterbacks necessarily. Right, I mean, right. Uh, they faced Justin Fields. That's when they had the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to Trey Lance, and he lost that game. Uh, they faced Geno Smith, who's having the season of his life, so he's playing at a really high level. Russell Wilson, but not Russell Wilson of old. Uh, Matthew Stafford, hurt, hindered, hobbled Matthew Stafford. Uh, Baker Mayfield slash P.J. Walker. Um, Marcus Mariota. Um, they did play Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, arguably. And he uh, went to work. And he went to work. He yep. did. He went to work. Uh, Justin Herbert who is a a really uh, nice young quarterback, one of the uh, young up-and-rising stars at the position. They played Cole McCoy, Andy Dalton. They played Tua. Uh, Tua had a really good season when he was healthy and available. Um, Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is the GOAT, uh, but the Tampa Bay Bucks often struggled. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke's got a lot of juice, but uh, still limited. Uh, Jared Stidham who lit him up, and that nobody expected that. I saw that coming. Um, and then as Trace McSorley and David Blau. Um, um, so they, they played some, 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 some good quarterbacks, so I'm not knocking these guys. But among those QBs, I mean, Dak is probably in the top four uh, quarter, uh, best quarterbacks they've played this year behind uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, Tom Brady's the GOAT, so mm-hmm. you always say Tom Brady is the guy. And I don't know. I mean, it, it, I would say maybe the third toughest quarterback they played so far this year. Yep. Behind I, those two guys, I'm with you on that. Just and based on the the way the, the the list has played this year, I'm not ranking them all time. Agreed. Yeah. And that's why you sit and and you wonder about the approach that each of these teams are taking. You you know, we talked about that streak that they're on. They've been playing some high quality football. The defense, their numbers, you know, they've been putting themselves right at the top. But the Cowboys are right there as well. The mm-hmm. Cowboys, the way that they've gone about their business, it's been up and down just because of the other side of the ball. Because let's not forget, during that time, Dak was throwing interceptions. He was throwing multiple mm-hmm. interceptions in the game. And not were, not only was he throwing interceptions, he was throwing pick sixes. And what did you say? He called them the shop jobs. <laughs> he was out there doing those types of things. So – if he can control the ball, give his defense a chance to do what they do, you're still going to be in these ball games. Because even those games that they lost, the Cowboys lost, they were in every game. They had opportunities to go back in there and win the game. So take care of the football, play fundamentally sound football, 
and you're going to be in the ball game. So if it comes down to the end, then then I'm down with it. But if it's a blowout one way or the other, because I remember when I used to get my weekends ready when the Cowboys were playing for them championships and I'd sit down and then Troy Aikman would throw a pick six because <laughs> Eric Davis jumped a route on Michael Irvin and taking it back to the house when they were playing that, that candlestick. Mm-hmm. Merton Hanks. Merton Hanks with the long yeah. neck doing his dance the whole time. I had problems with that. I remember that. Man. I had problems with that. But this is the time where I think that – the Cowboys, and I didn't feel this way before. I did not feel this way before. I didn't feel it last mm. week because you knew you were telling mm. me, Mike, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And I'm like, ah, the GOAT is over there. The GOAT mm. is still on there. So if he, he got an opportunity to do something, it would scare me even more so. This one, I'm not as – I'm worried about the game, but I'm not as worried because I'm going up against a rookie who has been playing unbelievable football. But how long can you can can continue to have this? It's like trying to roll on the streak, right? You're in there rolling, 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 and everybody's jumping around, and everybody's at the at the dice table, and everybody's putting their money in. They're like, you're the man, you're the man. And then you throw three craps in a row, and they're like, this dude is terrible. It, it, no, Brock Purdy's got two tests. He's got the Cowboys, a top three to five best defense mm-hmm. in the league, and then if he beats the Cowboys, and let's say he slices and dices up the Cowboys defense, then they'll have the Eagles, who have like 70 sacks on the year. <laughs> and some people would argue that is be the, the second or yeah. the third best defense in the league behind the four. And like, and like you've talked about, Harts, he faces the 49ers defense just to get the job. Just to get he the saw job. Them, so that was the best defense in the league. Right. So I, I would be ready to go, all right, you know what? I, it's Purdy's job. After right. that, if he – if he can lead you to victories and look like a competent uh, quarterback and make plays and improvise and be poised on the biggest stages against the best defenses in the league, like I said, not include his own because his own yep, defensive yep. players kept coming out and saying, oh, no, he's good because he yep. was slicing us up in practice, right. man. No, he's good. He's We, we, we had trouble with him. Right. And so we know everybody else going to have trouble with him. If he does that, yeah, I guess you start kind of making future plans that Brock, Brock Purdy is your guy. Yep. Until then, I just think, hey, Brock Purdy is playing really, really well, playing at a high level, and you ride the high as long as you can, but I'm with you. When is he going to look like a rookie quarterback? Will he ever have the rookie moment? We haven't seen the rookie moment yet, and the best chance of the rookie moment, him looking like pump fake Purdy, is against the Cowboys defense, which leads the NFL in takeaways mm-hmm. and pressure rate. So they'll get to him. And they're opportunistic. So if he doesn't make a lot of mistakes and he's not pressured a lot versus the Cowboys, yeah, he maybe he is. Maybe the NFL for him is easier than right, the two. Right. Maybe it is easier. Well, remember at one point before he had that awful last season at Iowa State, he was on the mock boards for a lot of teams. He was at he was one of the quarterbacks that was gonna be drafted early in the NFL draft. And then he just Completely went terrible. His his what was it? Did he play all four years? No, or he, got, he, he literally regressed every year. I, yeah. I know this because I was a big pump fake party fan. Yeah, I know this right because I was I literally was on the bandwagon and I got to the point where I couldn't openly like defend him. 
You sound like me with Dak. I literally, I, I was like, I can't defend him. You sound him. I can't like de- me with Dak. I can't defend this play. I'm a fan, but I can't defend the, the plays that he's making <laughs> yeah. or the decisions he's making. He's just terrible football. Wait, yeah. wait, was this? Did you tell Shano this like freshman year? You were like, you better watch out for this Brock Purdy, <laughs> and then never mention it again. I never had that conversation. <laughs> I never had a conversation, but I, I was a fan. I mean, it's on the record. I was on the air talking about it, but yeah. uh, I, I, I admitted regrets. And after that, I was like, I'm not arguing for this guy. Anymore. So by the time he became a senior, I wasn't talking about him anymore. I was like, I can't. Nah, people are just gonna think I'm with some kind of yeah. p- pump, pump fake Purdy Homer. Yeah, no, but to your point, he was. I remember when he yes. was considered. Oh, this guy's gonna be a, a first round yes. potential prospect. He I rem- was one I of those prospects. I, I mean, remember that. Yes, I, I swear. We if we if I Google hard enough, I back. And yeah, find we can find it for sure. <laughs> he was right there, and they were talking about his poise and how he was going about his business. And we were all like, by the time it was over, it was like the dude was drafted in the seventh round. He was Mister Irrelevant. Yeah. Like I said, I, if anybody's going to make them look like that, right? it's going to be Dan Quinn and the Cowboys' defense. I, I, I have faith in that defense. I, and I'm not saying that that means the Cowboys are going to win, but I want to see the rookie moment. Yeah. I do as a football guy. Just as, And I'm not saying he's not going to be a great player after that. Absolutely. Um, but you got to force that rookie moment, man, because right now he has not looked like he looked like He's looked like a veteran quarterback in the NFL. He's yeah. looked like one of these 25 to 26-year-old QBs who's played in the league a little while and is that comfortable in that offense. And it shouldn't look like that. Right. <laughs> it, it should not look like that. Everybody it should not like, come easy like to him. Yeah. That's right. Um, but honestly, Dak looked like that early on. Dak's yeah. rookie year. Yep. Dak's rookie year. He what, balled 13 out. and 3, I believe. Yeah, Dak, that's right. Dak had, and you know what? Dak, that's the last rookie to start a divisional round game was Dak. Yeah, it is. He, but Come before full Purdy, circle right he, now. Yeah, he was the last rookie to start a division one game. So happened? that's the last time you saw a rookie. Yeah. He looked like a rookie in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the silver lining. Okay, no, I like Let's that. go. I like that. You're a Cowboys fan, so you I remember. Was right. I, was I was like, I don't remember right. how he looked at that yeah. game. You remember? You're like, he yeah. looked like a rookie in that game. Yeah, okay, there was, you go. And that's what we're saying. There. The pressure mounts. We'll see if the pressure can bring out Pump Fake Purdy. And you but, know who was on the other side? It was my, it was Aaron Rodgers. Of course it is. It always is. It's it was Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. So uh, yeah, this year it is not. Uh, it's pump <laughs> fake Purdy you got to deal with, and some of the the young guns in the NFL. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you get some of that. If you get Big Dak energy, that's right. And you get pump fake Purdy, you got a shot. Yep. You got a shot. Come on. If that, that's what you need, Cowboys fan. You need to see Pump Fake Purdy on on 49 side and Big Dak energy like you saw uh, versus the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks last week. You get that? Oh, you got a shot because he was he was in rare form. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. He was in rare form. Yeah, he man. was. He was in rare form, man. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a lot about the Cowboys, of course. We'll talk more about the divisional round uh, as well and preview all the other matchups. All right. Coming back, we'll go behind the burnt orange curtain. Good news for Longhorn fans who want to upgrade the wide receiver room and a date set for the spring game. We'll talk about all that more right here on Ball Don't Lie, 1049 The Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a 5-1-2 Friday. We play jams that we jams from local bands and artists <laughs> that you can hear live right here in the ATX. Uh, who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is White Label Analog, and they are playing tonight at the ballroom. All right, there you go. All right, my man Patrick, uh, usually for those who miss 5-1-2 Fridays or miss any of the artists, you get that posted for them at hornfm.com, too. So yes, sir. If you miss any of it, just make sure you go there and check it out. Always a, uh, it's a great tool to try to find different places to go listen to live music over the weekend and you can you can make yourself sound cool with friends for that's, sure that's what we trying to do you're like oh man you know what you can go here to hear this band like man, how do you know about all these bands like ah man you know i'm just out doing my thing i'm just kicking I'm just, it you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm just a man about town yeah. you know what i'm saying meeting people <laughs> hugging people kissing babies like, you, you know can what act saying? like hearts you know what yeah. i mean yeah. except you can't wear the hats hearts wears that's clean. i'll let them now hearts <clears throat> i gotta know about this seriously because the hat game the hat game is strong it's a, it's a strong hat game. Appreciate Obviously, it. it's something you, you pay a lot of attention to. You get a lot of compliments on the Specs text line. Our man pads. Zay thinks I'm hiding something. That's what Zay always said. <laughs> Why are you always wearing hats? What you trying to hide? I wear hats too. I'm <laughs> My hat game is not as strong as your hat game. <laughs> You're consistent uh, though. Yeah, yeah. You, your hat game is is clean and it's 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 it's, it's a lot of variety. Yes, it's yes. A very diverse hat game. Try to make it happen. Do you go to actually haberdashery? Like a so what I have done recently is whenever I go to New Orleans, oh, whenever I go to New Orleans, they have I, I order hat, some hats right there. They got hat stores. Yeah, mm. Myers is the place to be. Oh. and so when I get a chance to go to New Orleans, I get a ch- I go in and I talk to the people, look at all the variety of hats. Gotcha. And then I have some that okay. I'll have them ship me to the house. Okay. Yeah. Can I have yeah, that? Yeah. People people give compliments all the time about the different yeah. hats. Hat game is strong. Um, so yeah, I, there's a, there's no haberdasheries here in the. There ATX? is a, probably a couple of them, mm-hmm. but I'm comfortable where I'm at. Yeah. You know how you get comfortable? Like I, I feel you, you do your same hey. things. You get your routines. Hey, you no, know I do. When I go to New Orleans, I normally come back with two or three, and then I would order some more on, online. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. So uh, that, he even gave you the, the place, people. Yep. In case you like, man, there I want that is. game. There you go. You can go check it out. Uh, Specs X Lines. <laughs> free game. Free game. Five four two three three seven three seven seven six. That's the number to the Specs Text Line. We'll get back to talking about the NFL. I promise you that. Top of the four o'clock. We'll get into some NFL news, notes, and nuggets. Back to previewing the divisional round. Top of the five o'clock. Ann and Raj ran of the day. So we got plenty of that for you. Let's call, go behind the Burnham's curtain and talk some Texas football. Football. The good news, I saw this story today, is that reportedly A.D. Mitchell is visiting campus. Mm-hmm. The uh, G- uh, Georgia former Georgia receiver who uh, is in the transfer portal right now uh, is from originally the Houston area, Houston native, who during his high school career uh, moved to the state of Tennessee uh, while there became one of the highest uh, ranked and rated uh uh, recruits at the wide receiver position in the country actually got an offer from Texas but chose Georgia 38 receptions in his career 560 yards seven receiving touchdowns but did have a touchdown in each of the last two playoff wins for the Georgia Bulldogs on their way to a, a second uh, cha- a consecutive championship so he's I mean and he's he got some starts under his belt yep. in his doing his true freshman year so he obviously has got some high-level talent. He's visiting Harge. Uh, what are your thoughts? A lot of people think that Texas should be at least a front-runner, if not in the driver's seat of this recruitment. I believe this is a done deal. I believe oh. this is this is something Ooh, that has okay. been in. Like, as soon as his name jumped into the portal, uh, 
I thought for sure this was going to be a guy that they went after. And this is something that we've talked about, that three, that number three wide receiver. You know, we mm. talked about X-Men. We talked about uh, um, Jordan Whittington. Yep. But that one position that everybody kept looking about, looking at was the one that supposedly Isaiah Naor was going to be in. I remember this. And when we were going through the breakdown of where they were lacking, that was it. That was it. That is the biggest thing for me. So when you start bringing in guys like that, somebody that played for a national championship, which is back-to-back, by the way, back-to-back mm-hmm. national champion, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you decide you want to walk around, uh, you've been to the mountaintop, so now you're going to try to help build something else, this is a perfect place to be. I think all, all we're waiting on, because th- the one thing I was waiting on was school has already started this past week, correct? That's how Arch Manning lost his ID three times, because he's already <laughs> been, been on campus, right? So is he? how far behind is he? Is he going to be able to, to enroll right away? I mean, what is the plan in that, this situation I do, I do, academically? I, 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 that's a great question. I'm sure we can ask around and figure that out. I have yeah. no idea how that works. So that was going to be my only yeah. thought, because – I know that in California, and that's where we're trying to stop him from going because it seems that USC is in the conversation as well. If he goes somewhere else, California schools haven't started their second semester yet. Mm. That's the other part of it. So how how is this going to look logistically for my man getting in school? Late enrollee, we're going to have to go through all that stuff. I just want I believe that since he's on campus – Texas is going to do everything they can to make sure he doesn't leave campus. Great point. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I hope so because we saw the regression in the passing game. I think some of that regression was due to the, as you pointed out, the lack of a consistent number three wide receiver. But once you put the receivers, all the skill positions just into the receiver category, uh, JT Sanders uh, fulfilled that role. But I do think Isaiah Nayor. Uh, and hit and that injury that he had, and this probably is some Isaiah Nayor insurance. Yep, right. They brought in uh, Tariq Milton last year, Isaiah Hall, uh, and Isaiah Nayor. And you know, Tariq Milton gave you a couple of plays, but for the most part, you didn't really get much contribution mm-hmm. from from the transfer portal receivers or acquisitions you got at the receiver position. So this year, hoping Isaiah Nayor comes back and he's healthy. But this, you don't know, guy coming off an injury. We hope right, and pray right. everything's all good with him. Um, but in case he's not, you bring in another guy with size and AD Mitchell, six three, about uh, one ninety five, uh, and also he's a guy maybe that can stretch the field for you um, and also be your you know. Know, your your speed threat down the field. The part of the problem was you tried to give X Man Xavier Worthy two roles last year. He was the deep threat, but also the featured number one wide receiver. Uh, he, he he regressed uh, trying to uh, fulfill both of those roles. Yeah, I think he'd be better just as your featured number one wide receiver. Then you can move him around, do whatever you want to do, and feature him in, in every different way you want. Instead of trying to force feed the football to him deep to try to take the top off of defenses, you don't have to do that. If you have a guy naturally, that's that guy. Isaiah Nayor was supposed to be that guy, right? Um, and then when he dropped off, they really never really fulfilled that role that you talked about. With that, I think that was the purpose of the number three wide receiver, Jay Witt was going to be your guy that, you know, he was the slot guy. He was going to work the middle. Yep. Uh, yep. You know what I mean? That Third was gonna, down possessions, making boom. sure you get the ball to him. Yeah, RPO guy. RPO That's what he's going to yep. be. Um, so I think that really kind of threw off the passing game. Hopefully they can get guys to fulfill those roles. They got more than enough talent to do it, especially if they end up getting um, A.D. Mitchell. Right. You said you feel good about it. I feel real good about it. You don't think he's going to leave? No, I, don't, I think this is it. 
I think this is wow. I think this is home. Okay. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, He's Texas, from Mo City. He's H-Town. from Mo City Don, hey, baby. You're right, baby. Zero. Uh, yeah. I've dated lots of girls from Mo City. Mo City, Nice bye. women there. Yep, very. Nice, nice ladies. Yes, they are. Oh, you know too, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back, uh, back I'm at, not even going to get you in trouble. I'm going to move on. Back in my younger days. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> move on. I was going to move on. Um, okay, uh, but Texas obviously still looking for a wide receivers coach. And honestly, Horace, the fact that it's been so quiet, mm-hmm. that makes me think it's it's Chris Jackson. It's got to be. Right, at this point, we haven't <laughs> heard anything else about that, any other person <laughs> even coming for an interview. There's it. not another name. All these sites. <laughs> all these sites. Great sites. All they these, do really good work. Exactly. Investigative reporters. Great On work. every single site. Yes. Not a person has written another article about any other voices that are out there. Crickets. Nothing. Crickets. And you're right, man. We got so, That's one of the things that we're so lucky. I always say is we're really lucky. Yes. Because one of our main jobs is to cover Texas sports and sports, you know, the, the, big, the big three, if you will. Absolutely. And, man, we got like. Four, five, six good sites, quality sites. And they all dive in. And they all dive in. They all dive um, they in. They all do really good work. Yep. And, yeah, and you're right. They ain't said a damn thing. Nothing. since they I sent, I think it was basically it was, a, it was inside Texas with Bobby Burden and in Orange Blood. Uh, yep. Around the same time, they both had reports about Chris Jackson being the guy. And since then, nothing. I'm, I've been, I'm on the site right now. Nothing. See, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and they got Junior Day coming up this weekend. So big, think, yeah. big time players coming in town. <laughs> Behind the scenes, you know, they're like this. Got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Just watch that. Hey, watch Jacksonville. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch Jacksonville. <laughs> watch Patrick Mahomes you, send us our wide receiver coach because they're going to beat him. <laughs> you want to see a wide receiver coach? You need to look on television this weekend. Exactly. He's going to be playing against Patrick Mahomes. He's going yeah, to have a little lapel on there <laughs> to let you know that it says Texas underneath. He's going to be doing like a secret hand sign exactly. to the receivers with a long, long horn. Hook them hand sign. He's going to be going to see you at two and two. <laughs> hook him. Yeah, yeah. See you in two and two. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, but I, I, we haven't heard anything since Nothing. those reports Nothing about him. So I think the assumption is that maybe he is the guy. And they're just waiting on the, uh, the 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 closure, if you will, of mm-hmm. their season. Okay, uh, another nugget here, and this came from CEC. He a man of the people. He was just answering a question from somebody uh, via Twitter. He had somebody <laughs> hit him up via Twitter, Sean Green, that said, "Hey." At Del Conte, has the date for the spring orange and white game been announced yet? Bringing the family from Michigan to Austin for the first time, and we want to make it that weekend. <laughs> it, it, Del Conte just tweets out, yes, April 15th. <laughs> I know. I'm and like... that's the announcement. That's, I swear, that's, that, that's, that's what everybody found out. It's when the media, everybody, this is like, oh, we, well, we found out because it's the athletic director, and he's telling you, he's telling this guy. Yeah. This random dude, uh, shout out random dude. But the um, but the funny thing about it, he did answer it. Everybody quote tweeted it, and then you go down and you read through some of the other comments. Please make it uh, at six or seven. Uh, <laughs> hey boss, <laughs> what has the time been set? And now he's like not answering anything. Hey, since you're answering re- and considering <laughs> requests, hey, how about you make this? How about you do something with the porta potty? How about you get some better toilet paper around here? You know what I mean? That's why he's such he's so he's so accessible. Hey, can we play this band on Austin City? Longhorn City Limits. It really is, and I'm sure that. <laughs> Once he answered that, everybody at UT was what? like, "Hey what? man, 
What are you doing? Take his phone away. Bro. Take his phone away. Sean, Sean Green's ad is Sean, G-R-E, 7820-8083. We all know that's the CDC burner. That could be a bot. That could be a bot, man. What are you doing? Oh, my goodness. Like that. It is Sean, G-R-E, 7820-8083. Yes, and he was the only one who answered him. CDC. Nobody's liked it, the question. Nobody's retweeted the question. Nobody's quoted it but CDC. Man, I love that dude, man. man. He is. He is. He really is. It is unbelievable when I see that. I'm just like, because I was sitting there too. I saw him answer it, and I'm like, did he really just say that out there and nobody. I still, we still don't have a press release about the game. No press release. We don't know when practices are starting for the football team. None no, of that. Nope. See, he just answered the random. That's why people were like, well, you know, since you answered questions, let me, let me, let me go ahead let and me bring us up get. real quick. You know what I mean? Can you extend happy hours to the end of the first quarter? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with these beer prices? Bud Light is way too damn expensive. Oh, man. I love it. I love, I love, I love it, too. I love it, man. He's a, he's a man of the people. Yeah. Thank God. He's all, all right. about it, man. Uh, we come back. We got the flex on the other side. Uh, we'll get into the flex, and we'll also get back to NFL news, notes, and nuggets. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful on the horn. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Right here on 1049 The Horn, 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. And that's when we play jams from very talented human beings that you can catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is the Tiaras, and they are playing Saturday at Antone's, part of that Jackie Benson residency. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, man, Patrick always hooking you up um, with uh, some great bands and great artists that you can check out for 512 Friday. If you missed any of them, uh, you can go check out uh, the list over at hornfm.com. He always puts that up there for you. So we appreciate his efforts. Um, also appreciate the efforts of the Flex crew. Uh, so go check out their work, flxatx.com, uh, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Um, they do have the uh, basketball schedules up there for tonight's games. Uh, so you can go check that out for the ladies and the men uh, for uh, the the local uh, Central Texas uh, uh, high school. So go check that out. That's up there at flxatx.com. And my man Harge, who is right. uh, kind of our ba- our baseball insider, no doubt, is uh, letting me know that uh, baseball season. That's right. Is officially, ready to start. St- baseball officially started nice. today across the state of Texas. Texas high school baseball. In the great state of Texas started today. Tryouts and dreams of getting to the Dale Diamond all take place as of right now. Shout out to all the coaches, the trainers, the players and their families, booster clubs, and every grandparent that has done something to help their grandkids achieve these goals. And and it's fun because this is 
the time where everybody thinks they have a chance. You know it as well as I do. At the very beginning of the season, uh, coaches are in there writing on the board, trying to figure out, man, we got this guy, we got this guy, we got these coaches coming in to look at these kids. Mm -hmm. We got a shot. We got these arms. I got these arms working. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, week four, Mm. you're like, dang Back to life. Yes. Back to What does our JV and freshman team look like? Are we got some more coming in? But hey. it's always fun, and, and it, it all comes to a head and an end at the Dell Diamond. You know, Chris Amadeus and his crew oh, yeah. do a great job at Fantastic the Round Rock job. Express and bringing it in and for those kids to be there. When I was growing up, it was trying to get to Dishfalk. It was, I wanted to play a Dishfalk for the state championships. Ooh. Now yeah. they moved it to the Dell Diamond. Some some schools get a chance to play. The lower level schools get a chance to play at Dishfalk for their state championships. But the big schools in the area and across, they get a chance to go to the Dell Diamond. Yeah. And shout out to Georgetown, the defending state champion. Uh, they're going to defend their title this year. Man, playing Dishfalk's pretty damn cool, it too. It is. It is. Yeah, that's legit. That was the goal, baby. Uh, all right, yeah. Now, good stuff there. Yep. Baseball season starting up, so I'm sure uh, over at Flex, FLXATX.com, uh, there'll be some updates about baseball season, too, but uh, they got all of your, your hoops info over there right now, so go check it out, FLXATX.com, FLXATX on all of your social media platforms. All right, we'll come back. Uh, on the other side, we'll start talking about this Sean Peyton story. As a Texans fan, my heart is broken. <laughs> they said all they wanted was one first-round pick. The, the Texans have four first-round picks over the next two years. And I'm thinking, oh, you can easily just sacrifice one first-round pick. And now the report is that the, uh, the price tag has gone up for Sean Payton's services. We'll talk about that. Also, John Harbaugh proclaiming his love publicly for Lamar Jackson and also saying uh, that he will be a Raven going forward. We'll talk about that and get into some NFL news notes and nuggets. All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.